Now, Thomas Manton was a Presbyterian Puritan. He said that uh, our obedience to the magistrate, to the governor, whoever that is, is not to be universal or unlimited. And I'll explain what he meant. It's not to be universal or unlimited. So, to explain that, pay attention to the difference that he was talking about. I am supposed to obey God, and, and you are too. I'm supposed to obey God, as Thomas Manton put it, upon the bare sight of his will. What does that mean? Well, it means this. It means Adam and Eve in the garden with a tree. No idea why. What's wrong with the fruit? God doesn't say. So whatever God asks, I am to do it without question, without hesitation. I don't need to know the reason. I may not understand it, but I am bound to obey. Simply obey him. You don't owe that to me. You do not owe that to the elders. You do not owe that to the magistrate. So he goes on, Thomas Manton goes on, and he says that I must examine the laws of men, whether they are just, whether they are equal, whether they are suiting with charity, love, and public safety. And in many cases, he says, active obedience must be withheld. Now, what we have found today, and this is my experience, I've been noticing that when men speak of obedience to the governor, to the leader, that they seem to assume that the conscience is obliged to them universally and unlimitedly. In other words, that we're bound to, to obey and our consciences are, are, are bound to the magistrate in the same way that it's bound to God. So you don't examine. You don't look at the law and say, okay, is this just? Is this reasonable? Is this true? Is this loving? You just do it. And you know that actually over the years of church history, that's never been the case. Our forefathers, and I'm not talking about the Roman Catholic Church, I'm talking about our Protestant forefathers. They never ever saw the magistrate's authority in that kind of light. They knew that while we are not to examine the laws of God in the sense of we are to examine them to understand them, but we're not to be questioning them, we're not to say, well, okay, why? Prove it. Demonstrate it. We're just supposed to obey. That when it comes to the laws of men, that we must, we are bound to examine them. That's our duty. Now, brothers and sisters, God never meant for us to simply, instinctively give to the magistrate whatever the magistrate asks us. God never meant that. Rather, and we're told this explicitly in the scriptures, we're to obey him in the Lord. Obey in the Lord, which means there must be, there must be agreement between what the magistrate commands and what God commands. We are to obey for conscience sake, which means that there must be agreement between what the magistrate asks and what the conscience is asking. But when there isn't agreement, our duty is plain. We do not have two masters. You made that decision when you began as a Christian. When Jesus first said, follow me, you made that decision then and there. Jesus Christ is your master and there is no other. We must not, we must not for no one, for no king, for no power, no authority, anywhere, ever, 
allow our consciences to be marred. Ever. Rather die than spoil your conscience. And so even as you come to the church as Bereans, and I hope you do this, I hope when you come to church, you bring your Bible and you do open your Bible and as you're following along, as you're listening, that you're, you're checking. Is this right? You're not going to take what I say on blind obedience because you're not Roman Catholics. You're Protestants. And so you look in the scriptures, is it right? Is what he's saying right? Should I do what he's saying or shouldn't I? Because my authority is God. If the minister is a vice regent, the regent is King Jesus. And if there's any conflict between the man at the front of the church and King Jesus, you'd better obey King Jesus. And if that's true in the church, it's true in the state.